Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time for episode 663 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint mid-September. SAG Strike Summer is winding down, not the strike, just the summer. And I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett, Peter, BPM, Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? What's up? How's it going? You haven't scabbed, right? Uh, no. Well, I, uh, I'll i be on real time tonight and uh, <laughs> Drew Barrymore tomorrow. Did you see so both, of, both of them walked it back uh, in like oh, they the did. funniest way, but Bill Maher... The way he walked it back is funny to me because he goes, um, hey, it looks like they're back negotiating now. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait it out. Well, yeah, <laughs> thanks, that was Bill. the only issue. Yeah. You're announcing you're going back to production is probably what forced the studios to the table. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so much. <laughs> and then uh, Drew walked it back too. She's, she's holding off as well. Yeah. She reconsidered. Uh, wow, I forget I what her statement said, but I think it was just pretty much like I'm pulling a 180. I, okay. I, I heard all of the, everyone blasting me. So, Do you think that Duncan Crabtree Ireland sent some heavies over there? Ooh, yeah. Some henchmen? His henchmen. Yeah. <laughs> the Crabtrees. It's possible. His the Crabtree gang. Yeah. <laughs> Go over there. Change their minds. Well, uh, we're still in production. Podcasting is still legal. We'll keep doing it as long as it is. And uh, we're excited to bring in our guest. Here he comes now. You know him from Man Dog Podcast and Big Grande. You've seen him right here in the chart orchard many times. Please welcome back to the charts, the hilarious Dan Lipper. Lipper, per, 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 per. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. I like um I like as a catchphrase we're gonna keep do it podcasting till it's illegal. There's something nice. there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was nice. Should we Barely make legal. should we print up some shirts? <laughs> I'd say yeah. Some, I don't, how we sell does, shirts that said that. How does your merch do? I've never really been successful with merch. I don't know. Uh well. We haven't ever really oh, initiated like any merch in like in years. There you go. <laughs> so we got to yeah. get on that. Um, back, 
Back from the stand-up days, I still have tons of merch. I've always said it's like uh, Travis Bickle. A comics, a comics home is like uh, like Travis Bickle and Taxi Driver, except there's merch everywhere. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, with Teespring, we could we could just throw the design up there, see how it does without it piling up in our places. Yeah, but, you don't yeah. have to buy it yourself now. Speaking of making money off of ideas and catalogs, Katy Perry sold her entire catalog mm. for $225 million to wow. Litmus. Litmus. What's Litmus? Litmus is- I thought record labels bought that, bought those up. I think now it's just you get half a billion together and you just say, we're going to acquire catalogs. They're like a uh, yeah. media rights company, I guess. That they're the new, wow. the new beast. So she All gives right. them, she gives them California girls. She gives them I kissed a girl. She gives them firework. Coming in number two, roar isn't that one? Oh, uh, you asked firework. You're gonna no, that's hear firework. me I mean, roar, or maybe yeah. roar was a song. <laughs> she had a lot of lion themes. Baby, I'm a firework. <laughs> you're, a lion. you're a firework. A firework. <laughs> but uh, um, is, you is, know, is, the most of that catalog, or basically all of it, was amassed during this podcasting who charted era. That's true. So pretty and now cool. she's an American Idol host, right? Maybe she's just focusing her attention on that. Maybe so. Cashing out everything else. Yeah. You think that's still taking a lot of her attention, Brett? <laughs> yeah <laughs> creatively <laughs> um she on that show i've only seen it a few times but she seems like she adopts like a, a western or a southern twang to her voice yeah or like, i think yeah she seems she's to adopt to- accents depending on who she's sitting with or talking with yeah it's very strange i can't get a sense of her actual personality when she's talking to Luke Bryan, she has that twang. And then when she yeah. turns to Lionel Richie, it's more of a right. soft voice. She's soulful. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she sings ballads. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, hey, congrats to Katy Perry. And uh, if anyone wants to give us 225 mil for what? Oh, yeah. 600. On. How many? 663 episodes. My God. Yeah. It's worth yeah. something. Yeah, it's like 30 cents an episode or something like that. I'll, I'll work yeah. out the math. <laughs> uh, 30 cents, that equals 225 million. <laughs> that sounds right. I mean, I'm you not sure admit, that's correct. You got to admit it sounds right. <laughs> it's like gaslighting. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't we get into our music chart and then we'll discuss some other music news. All right. Sounds good. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next, Chat GPT? Tunes. Litmus. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. You'd think, like, I'm going to get bought out by Capitol Records, I'm going to get bought out by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael Jackson, exactly. I still don't totally understand this trend of them. I don't like, I can't see the downside really when I read more into it. Cause it seems for, like for, for selling these whole catalogs, like I think Bob Dylan did it and these, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, 
it, where you think because like, you wait, get, how could you give that away? But then they still get fundamental rights. I think, I think you okay. can't, they do have yeses and no's to stuff. But I mean, when I you know. do think about it, if you say you had 30, 40 years left on planet earth, like that's just a big payout. You get all the money. Yeah. You know no, I mean? it's amazing for like, them. Do all that touring every year or yeah, maybe they make them tour. Who knows? Yeah, I think it is just like giving someone else the yes, no on using it for commercials and licensing and stuff. Do people uh, dog it like for her? I, I I could see people dogging it for Bob Dylan because everyone wants him to be like, a, you know, a precious artist right. and not a commercial guy. But for her, it seems like it's not like she was no some brighter. like champion of, uh, yeah. uh, you know, like indie music rights. She killed a nun, think- right? <laughs> uh, wait what's the, what's the telephone of that story she was like in a court Katie Perry case killed a nun she was in a court case about a well, convent I don't know this one. yeah there's a woman um who kind of like runs a commercial uh what's it called like real estate thing mm-hmm. uh and there was a uh dispute over a property that was a convent between like Katy Perry owning it and whatever. And one of the nuns had a heart attack in court during in the court. dispute. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This wow. got buried quick. This got buried quick. Yeah, Katy had her people on it. Are you saying that maybe as part of the $225 million, they get the nun? Get her, <laughs> her carcass? <laughs> the nun, the nun too. <laughs> the nun too. Yeah, I remember something like that. Now, her dad was like a traveling uh, preacher, so she has strange connections to religion. I didn't know that. I, yeah, a that lot of be. pop stars' dads are like uber religious. I guess I'm just thinking of Beyonce also. But oh, yeah, yeah, Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift, maybe? Uh, well, they were, yeah, maybe. So they live on a Christmas tree farm, so possibly. Really? Yeah, that's that was her her one clunky Christmas song that she put out was like, <laughs> "I wanna be on a Christmas tree farm," and it's like she she did grow up on one. It's always been <laughs> idyllic for her. Wow. Okay, <laughs> and now she's rumored to be banging or dating or maybe in love with Travis Kelsey from the Chiefs. Uh, really? That's right, Swift. Is that the yeah. newest thing? That's the newest thing. Wow. And. uh People are saying maybe they're in love, but, you know, it doesn't always work out for her with love. Perhaps it's just body count. You know, she's she's just maybe she'll <laughs> yeah. move on to Andy Reid. Wow. Afterwards. He's a bruiser. Who, Kelsey? Yeah. <laughs> Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah, Andy Reid. Yeah, he's got a, his mustache as a bruiser. <laughs> guess where Andy Reid's from. Can you guys guess where Andy Reid is from? Star, you might, I already might have made you guess. Oh, I mean, like Canada or something? Like, I don't know. Okay, good guess. Good um, guess. Where, uh, where do, uh, he's got the walrus mustache, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'd say like the North, Antarctica or North Pole, maybe, Antarctica. where we just see a lot of walruses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good guess. Good guess. Thank you. That's such Are a wild your official guess. Are these both your official guesses? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll say like more specifically like Quebec. I'll say Pittsburgh. Okay. Andy Reid, Super Bowl winning coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, is from 
Silver Lake, California. Wow. Oh, the hipster How mustache. It all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Early adopter. You know yeah. that Gelson's over there, Hyperion? <laughs> yeah. There's oh, yeah. a high there's a high school back there. And he that's where he's that's where he grew up and went to high Whoa. school. Oh, John okay, Marshall. Trader high. Joe's. Yeah. Where Pretty incredible. Where a lot of TV shows are filmed also. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't think he's from over never, here. never ever think that. Right on. All right. Well, what uh, chart do we have this week? All right. Counting down the Spotify chart. Okay. Top five in the USA. Uh, coming in at number five. Number five. Olivia Rodrigo off her new album. Bad idea, right? She always uh, she likes to throw in an f bomb in those yeah dropouts yeah uh, she um, sounds like she's got her finger on the pulse of it uh, we yeah. we heard that one before it's it's a very wet leg inspired the other parts totally. of it but uh, I, she, it does have songs, an immediacy her songs are always fascinating to me because I really like them and I'm not I'm not digging on them really like but they seem like this little grab bag of influences and th- I'm constantly hearing like where is that baseline yeah. from I've heard that before the dun right. dun 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 dun, right. dun dun I'm like what is that there's so many moments in her songs where I'm like that is straight up something else and I cannot place it yes I'm with you on that she yeah. seems to have really cornered that because I, I like Demi Lovato I've had that with her I've had it with Selena Gomez mm-hmm. but like like you said with Olivia Rodrigo you're always because she's only 19 20 so her influences are kind of like from the last few years or yeah. producers that sampled something you know I, I'm, I'm also getting maybe it's just because I, uh, it's the only music I know which is a little hyperbolic but I'm getting a little like early 2000s like there's like a oh, totally. pop punk vibe to it as oh, well. She's definitely like a late 90s, you know, yeah. pop rock kind of girl. Like yeah. there's, I hear a lot of that, uh, yeah, 90s uh, alternative. Yeah, that's hip there. now. It's like Demi. Wanna... Go ahead. No, no. No, please. just Demi Lovato just put out a new album where it's oh, her yeah. own old songs, but she reworked them into It's all that like new rock. metal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that Machine like Gun Kelly kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds that, good though. Yeah, she 2000 on the cover of the album with like a really long uh, uh, the guitarist <laughs> from System of a Down goatee kind of vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pulling on her goatee on the cover. <laughs> Black pupil eye contacts. <laughs> yeah, it's all like a little bit uh, like appropriation of metal. I feel like like when when pop stars do that kind of thing. But I mm-hmm. kind of like what Demi Lovato is doing with it. She seems to be going like all in on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that Olivia Rodrigo song does make you want to like, you know that thing in movies where someone's like jumping on their bed and just like doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, Head banging. It does feel kind of like that vibe. Yep. I can see myself Teenage in high fun. school doing that. Montage time. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not that bad of an idea at her age. 
you know, to answer her question. <laughs> well, you don't know who she's you know. talking about. Oh, would you, <laughs> you mean the uh, bad idea, right? That thing yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, you know, at that age, yeah, yeah make your fine. mistakes. That becomes how, maybe a worse idea later. Anytime you've, uh, anytime <laughs> you've gotten back with an ex back in those young days, it's like that moment happened before the hookup happened. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which moment? The bad idea moment? The other moment, like, it's bad. I'm not doing this. Ah, fuck it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go somewhere where we're just going to maybe be drunk and then make a bad decision. We'll see. Right. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. take a baby step towards this bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Andy Reid had a few of those at John Marshall High. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You could tie one. All right. <clears throat> Coming in, number four. Number four. It's Olivia Rodrigo again with Vampire. Wow, wow this okay. It's scary. <laughs> I like this one. She's not like Deion Sanders. Do you know he stopped cursing in 80, <laughs> 1986? <laughs> really? Yeah, he stopped using swear words in 1986. That's so funny. Yeah. I'll never forget a core memory of mine. It's going to a Niners game in the late 80s with my dad, and Deion Sanders was like the, the kind of like the hot new thing, or that's what it felt like. He's the fastest guy in the league. He's incredible. Oh, shit. Like, he's, are the Niners going to win? Because this is like prime Niners, too. But I'll, I'll never forget him running back, like a, a kickoff or a punt or something, like all the way. <laughs> and then in the end zone, it was also prime MC Hammer era. <laughs> and he and MC Hammer both danced in the end zone. No, he started like, dancing. Yeah, on in Candlestick Park, <laughs> and everyone just feeling like, oh, man, we just got <laughs> clowned. <laughs> Uh, you can't touch prime time. Yeah. Um, watching his That's speed uh, in person, though, was was amazing. Like, yeah. Never seen anyone faster. Uh, was he a by or did he play two sports or am I making that up? Did he do baseball? No, yeah, he also? played two sports. Yeah, yeah. he played two. Um, um, I mean, he had much more time and- to play both sports if he's not cussing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it takes yeah. up a lot of time. Maybe that's why he gave it up. Yeah. <laughs> when we say like motherfucking this, he just has to say mother this. He just gets it over with faster. I heard them in that game. I it did make me laugh and I now I'm making the connection. The announcers like said that he he had something he had said where he's like, You want the mess, you like mess around and find out or like fuck around and find out. And I was like, What a weird way to censor it now. I know why. Uh, right. Yeah. It's no funny because he always had a controversial personality. Like he was thought of as this arrogant 
cocky. Yeah, guy. he sort of thought of us too flashy. Even they right. just did a sixty minutes with him last week, or, or I think it was last week, and the guy was pushing back like so hard. But if you do see a lot of what goes on with him and the kids, I mean, he's just uh, people have the highest regard for him within football. They say the reason he gets to yeah. do all that is because he's so good at football. It's fun too that he fe- it feels like he made it. He like like wrestling or whatever he's doing like he's cutting promos before the games and like right yeah that game last weekend was huge the mm-hmm. like a bunch of celebs there like i was watching and i don't watch college football at all it's smart same with me i was like this is the first time ever i've been interested in uh college football and the oh, pack 12 wow. is better than it's ever been and they're breaking it totally. up I next know. year it's crazy bad. but all uh, right yeah coming in number three number three this is Zach Bryan and Casey Musgraves. I remember everything. Hair is blowing in my Blame it on the beach, grown men don't cry. Do you remember that beat down basement couch? I'd sing you my love songs and you'd tell me about how your mama ran off and pawned her ring. I remember, I remember everything. A cold shoulder closing time. I thought the, the Casey was coming in right there. Yeah. She's really holding out. Um, I wish I remembered everything. <laughs> Sometimes I think, like, the older you get, I feel like, oh, memory, like, intelligence just is memory. Like, if you can just remember everything you've been taught, you're smart, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, feel very intelligent. I don't have good memory at all. I've, like, every yeah. story I retell, it's, like, half the memory because it's, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I think this guy was involved or I could barely remember Andy yeah. Reid's the guy with the mustache. I mean, that, <laughs> even when, uh, like, people tell us stuff that happened on the podcast, I'm like, what? <laughs> when did that? Yeah. Good thing it was on tape. But I could do, like, the entire lyrics to the first five songs of Third Eye Blime's first self-titled album. Like, right. oh, that's what's taking up that space in my brain. Oh, wow. Do you know they just sold their entire catalog for $2 million? <laughs> um, you must be stoked. They're They're just super back, right? Third Eye Blind? Like, yeah. Oh, no. You said Third Eye Blind. I thought it was Blink-182. They are super how bad, bad my memory is. I don't remember what you said <laughs> two seconds ago. It's not a numbered band. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, there's so many number bands back then. What was hey, what's that? the deal? Blink-182 is coming back? They got a new album coming out They've in, been in back, the, yeah. I think they said October, or maybe oh, okay. I made that up. But yeah, they, okay. they played at SoFi Stadium a few months ago. Yeah. And oh, a bunch of people that went. I was thinking went, of going huh? and tickets were like $300. And when I, I liked Blink-182, it was my first concert actually ever was Blink-182 mm-hmm. when I was in eighth grade. But um, I, I was thinking about it, I was like, I think I only know like 10 Blink-182 songs weirdly, which is enough, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I don't know a lot of their albums. Well, the one with the um, oboe is, is the one I like. The oboe? <laughs> the, the kid's going to... You know, they brought in the oboe for the one tune. <laughs> miss you, miss you. Wah. Is that the one? You know. <laughs> okay. This, the <laughs> cello, you mean? Don't take your time with me. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> right on. That one. Miss you, miss you. Was it a that? cello or an oboe? 
you know, they brought in some, you know, chamber. One of those low things. Yeah. I don't know, but like <laughs> that song is very different from all their other songs, right? Yeah, yeah that a bit one more and, dramatic. Um, it's got the glockenspiels in it. It's like <laughs> their other songs just don't do that stuff. <laughs> you like worldly Blink-182. Yeah, they get the bells. Yeah, a little bit more mature. I like that. Yeah. Uh, the third eye blind guy went to my high school. Stephen Jenkins. Stephen Jenkins. Stephen Jenkins. Wow. Yeah. I mean, before my time, but he went there. Maybe you could hit him up and ask him about the thing where there's two touring versions of the band and see if he'll reunite with everybody. Is that, that true? It's like Credence. It's yeah. There's third eye blind and three EB, and one is like the Whoa. rest of the band without him, and one is him with a different band. What wow. used to people? Well, that's insane. Yeah. We're just going to three EB. <laughs> is, which is the one with just him? I think third eye blind, but I got he's got the rights wow. for sure. Yeah. So it is that's like crazy. credence. It's like three third eye revisited. Is that like what they, oh, clear, that's what yeah, they ended up doing? They do. Clear, Credence Clearwater Revisited is was like the band without John Fogarty. And then Whoa. John Fogarty was just John Fogarty, but uh, it was just kind of a sham if you saw Revisited. You're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I'm listening to this podcast, 500 songs, like the history of rock music in 500 songs. Have you heard of this? Is that the Spotify one? It, I so, get it on Spotify. I don't know if it's Spotify specific. Okay. They have a similar thing. It's to like that, a, but, a British yeah. guy and he goes into like great detail. He just goes through songs and goes in great detail, of like how the band was formed, the release of the song, its influences and whatever. But the big thing I'm learning, which is maybe obvious to you guys is just like how important songwriting credit is. Uh, yeah. And yeah. how like, if you don't have a credit Huge. on the song. Yeah. If you're in like Creedence Clearwater and one of the guys is like, I'm fucking off. You don't make any money if you don't have writing credit yeah. on those songs. So yeah. You have to keep touring. Yeah, in the uh, in the Van Halen Rising book, Eddie at one point regretted because they just like made a real informal agreement in the beginning, like let's just split it all amongst us. Yeah, but then Eddie wrote, you know, all the music basically. Yeah, that's happened a lot. Like I, I've read a lot about a lot of bands where yeah, there's just one or two members who. Didn't even think at the time that that would matter. <laughs> so they just go along with whatever. And then yeah. the one guy just takes off. Like <laughs> in 30 years, he's got like so much money and the rest are like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. It's a tough right. thing as a band to go through those like conversations, especially. It when- is. Maybe that's another one of the reasons there's so few bands now. I mean, there it yeah. used to be. There's so, Everybody's a solo artist, a rapper, a singer. But there, I bet that is bands, so much, but there's very much less than there used to be. I bet that is so much more correct than we we even think, you know, because every single member you're talking about splits and the complications, yeah, and points, and it's like, and I've and even times, been part of projects too where you can tell where one guy's thinking about all that, where you want to be collaborative and keep going, and then you can tell that they're kind of like, well, if I do that, even that's a good idea. Then I down the line, I'm gonna have to give credit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to pay you it for that. Sucks. Life. It's like a damper on, yeah, on things sometimes. Terrible. Yeah, it's, I it's, think also yeah. just with all the home recording, people can like put songs on the internet without a band, and then they wind yeah. up just going continuing along that route. You know, right? Yeah. Even Mumford is just Marcus Mumford now. The sons <laughs> he left his sons, or somebody left somebody <laughs> the there. Sons, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a riff. 
his sons don't get health care anymore. They turn 26. Yeah, they turn 26. Run around, guys. They're a, competing, they're a competing business now. Go get some money from your mom, Ferd. Uh, all right, coming in at number two. Number two. Doja Cat with Paint the Town Red. Said I got drive, I don't need a car. Money really all that we fiending for. I'm doing things they ain't seen before. Bands ain't dumb, but extreme is sore. I'm a demon lord. Fall off what I ain't seen the horse. Call your bluff, better sight the source. Fame ain't something that I need no more. Cause bitch, I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head. I don't care, I paint the town red. Bitch, I said what I said. I'd rather be did you guys happen to see any of the MTV uh, music awards? No. Uh, no, I missed it. I actually did watch a bunch of it. It was just, it was crazy to just even be watching MTV again. And it yeah. felt like it, it was well done to a point. Like T Swift was there, Nicki Minaj was like, how did they get everybody back and make it a big thing again? Yeah, I don't know. It was confusing to me. I was like, who is watching MTV still? All they yeah. play is like Catfish over yeah. and over. It's got to be one of those media rights companies like Litmus. They Litmus. bought the MTV brand and yeah, they're going to relaunch. Yeah. Um, I mean, those were oh, such a formative, the early 90s, early two, late 90s, early 2000s ones were like very formative for me. I have a very strong memory. Okay, I rewatched totally, yeah. one of them recently. Oh, it was the movie awards, but anywho, yeah. those Britney Spears performances, I mean. Oh, yeah, with the snake yeah, yeah. and everything, the skin I suit. Got, I was at, a, I got to go to one of each. Um, I got to go to a, really? music, a music awards, really? movie awards, yeah. Do you remember how, what how year? was it? Yeah, it was like 98, 97. Wow, that's awesome. It wasn't Howard Stern's year, was it? Where he no, dropped the, down as Fart Man. It was, Fartman, it was the um, podium down. No, it was the uh, <laughs> it was Biggie's dead. You know. Oh wow! You. Yeah, it was okay. feeling an apple. That's funny. Yeah, it, it was, is it where their moms? Marilyn Manson threw the bottle in the crowd. Oh wow! Oh uh, yeah. So, um, and I met. Of, that's the night I met the Sklar brothers and Zach. They were like, no way. Yeah, because we all had our MTV shows coming out. And so we sat down in the row and I looked over and there's Randy and Jason and Zach. And they were wearing like 70s tuxedos with bow ties. That was just like something they decided to do to be funny. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yeah, those guys got a show too. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Um, They did at this MTV Awards, they did do like a like a lifetime achievement kind of thing for P Diddy. And it was funny. Cause I, I mean, I was just thinking back so much to the, that era we're talking about. Yeah. Where everyone just would go, he's a thief. He stole that yeah. too. He stole that too. Now the, it's a the, retrospective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the thing that made me laugh too was, uh, yeah, I guess it's on, on brand, like what we're talking about where like everyone's hu- seems like they're hustling more these days or something. Probably don't want to split up profits everyone who came onto the mic um promoted their new album coming out which is a thing Uh, i've never seen before like uh, he did he like like accepting his his award and everything goes like you know i'm a hustler i gotta promote i got a new album dropping tomorrow like everybody get it you know and then like 
a bunch of different artists when they ex- are accepting, they're saying, I got a new album coming out. That must be like- <laughs> so uh, crazy. Because cause like that MTV Awards used to be a yearly thing and they used to play videos on MTV so they would give yeah. them an award. This sounds like a fabricated thing for promotion. These right. artists have albums coming out. It's a good thing to do around yeah. this time of year. To, to it used to be push. like the whole point of it being an award show was like, yeah, you have a new album. That's why you're here. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't have to actually spell out that you have a new album. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like an infomercial. It feels like it's an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then NSYNC came out, you know, like older NSYNC and, and T-Swift okay. was like freaking out on the side of the stage, like fangirling. Strange affair. She could add five to her body count right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe four, maybe four. Oh yeah, I, yeah. We won't count that one. Um, uh, what, what was I going to say about? Oh, the, uh, like what? How much money do those guys have? Like, do they make? Because they didn't write Good any question. of their songs, right? Oh, like, how does that work? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I, well, New Kids is making big money just because they're they're still a huge live act. Um, so maybe in sync isn't making the money unless they get Tim. Yeah, they only they have to work for their money, I think. You know? They don't they can't just sit back and collect songwriting. Yeah, but with those boy bands, I wonder, yeah, those writing credits might just yeah, not be any of them, you know, on some of them. All right, coming in number one. Number one. Uh Drake and SZA with Slime You Out. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you girls. I feel like y'all don't need love. You need somebody who could micromanage you, you know what I'm saying? Tell you right from wrong. Who's smart from who's a fool? What utensil to use for which food? Like, <laughs> what? Jeez. What? Schedule the I can't really. It's like a pimp. <laughs> yeah. But even worse. You bitches really get carried away. Making wow. mistakes, then you beg me to stay. Got me weak and know you. Like American tape. You got my mind in a terrible place. Whipped and changed you like American slave. Act like you're oh, not. Oh, it's in like Waltz time. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. How would I even compare? It's a Drake Waltz. Next time I swear on my grandmother's grave. I'm slamming you for them kids' choices. Well, sliming you out. Sliming you out. Oh, wow. God. So, yeah, really. He's like, he manages to just know weird, like almost clickbait lyrics now. Yeah. It's like it just gets you listening, but you don't necessarily like it. Yeah, that you feels, bitches. It feels like it's out of the journal of like a 16 year old boy who never asked a girl out, but like sees <laughs> them dating all the football players. Yeah, <laughs> or he, he watches The Bachelor a lot, so it just sounds like a guy's in a house with a whole bunch of, like, you bitches, <laughs> you need this. You need this. <laughs> Slime you out sounds like Chat GPT came up with a new phrase for yeah. it. Oh, yeah, make that happen. Slime you out. Nickelodeon <laughs> <laughs> uh, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of... um. AI, have you seen that Coke is coming out with an AI flavor? Whoa. Like th- like they mean? used AI to come up with a new flavor. Whoa. That's big. 
Maybe the robots Very know our will cook for us better than the chefs do now. <laughs> I know. We will see. That's, I mean, it took them to look how long it took them to make a mommy burger, like the fifth seasoning or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. What if AI just starts whipping them off? There's just all yeah, these just new, new flavors. The ninth cent. That's yeah. all it would take for everyone to sign over every bit of their freedom. <laughs> like, no, the AI is cooking good shit. New burger flavor. Yeah. Oh, this candy is so good. <laughs> this is, uh, I don't know, uh, I can't m make light of this. This is putting so many um, flavor, soda flavor creators, some of the uh, great artists of this world. <laughs> yeah. the, the people responsible for the Coca-Cola freestyle machine at my local AMC. Yeah, God. Uh, oh, I mean, it's an art form, though. Never take that. that away. Well, I got terrible news for you then. This is true, too. Uh, McDonald's, uh, among others, oh, yeah. phasing those out. Those are going to be gone. The freestyles? The, yeah, the soda machine. Oh, yeah. no. They want more control. They want you just to show up, pick up your order. They want a robot to be able to just bring you your order. They don't yeah. want all that yeah. mess. The freestyles has got to be one of the best inventions in the last, like, 20 years. It's an all-timer for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, just, it's rare when something comes out where you go, this is better than it used to be. Yeah. I would always this, feel pressure yeah. like, I can't just put two <laughs> sodas in there. I got to put 17 different sodas in there. <laughs> yeah, a, a little lime. I, that can't be that crazy with raspberry and maybe some cream soda. Yeah. Oh, cream soda is good. Oh I God. saw in uh, France they have baguette machines. I saw baguette. that too. <laughs> really? You just go in and yeah, it pops a baguette out for you. Good That's news insane. for that guy in Michael Clayton. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen that, that meme? No. There's a scene where, you know how the guy's kind of losing his mind in Michael Clayton? Have you seen that movie? I saw oh. it way back ago. And there's a scene where Michael Clayton runs into him in an alley, and he's got like 20 baguettes in a bag. Uh, <laughs> like I'll show you the picture <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many baguettes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, he's oh, yeah, that guy was going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell was he doing with those? <laughs> uh, was that the end of the chart? That's the end of the chart. Oh, well, that was amazing. And we will be right back with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Dan Lippert, and Brad Morris. And this is the movie chart. All right, get ready. Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. For most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are freaking giant. Movies. <laughs> there it is. Hey, uh, people are going back to the movies and uh, filling the theaters. And let's see what they're going to see. All right. So coming in at number five. Number five. Barbie. You can get this on Amazon now. It's you can rent it. Yeah. Are on the ground. Black 
Wow, this is a new trailer for me. You have to go yeah, it is. To the real world. You can go back to your regular life, or you can know the truth about the universe. The choice <laughs> is now yours. The first one. The broken the stocks. Yen. You have to want to know. Okay, do it again. <laughs> this is a funnier trailer than the last one. It is. It has more moments in it. Uh, it sure looks good. Uh, maybe I'll rent it on Amazon or something like that. Katy Perry at one point was supposed to play Barbie. Has that come up already on here? Oh, really? really? I like think back so, in yeah. the day? I think or for this one? one. The, the uh, whole look of this it. one. Yeah, I think maybe for this one. Wow. The movie looks like a Katy Perry music does, video. Yeah. Yeah, it has that same look as California Girls. All that stuff. Roar, oh, wow. fire, roar, work. Fry, roar, work. <laughs> uh, I loved Barbie. I'm, it's not a, I'm not shaking out on a limb here, but uh, what a good movie. I still want to see it. That trailer made me want to see it even more. Motivated. Yeah, when I get around to seeing it, I know it's going to pay off like uh, Top Gun Maverick. Took me about a year to get to that one. And then yeah. I was like, whoa. Like, I'm the fourth wave that keeps that movie going. Like, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the latecomer. It took me a while, too. <laughs> um, all right. Coming in at number four. Number of four. Oh, and let me know if you have any chart transplants this week. Oh, I do. Just throwing that out there. But let me know when you want to drop it. Oh, okay. Coming in at number four, my nope. big, fat, Greek. Oh, I'll thing. drop it right now. Okay, boom. <laughs> Boom. Chart transplant. <laughs> okay. You want to set this up? Uh, yeah. So Monday Night Football has a new theme song that they've Whoa. unleashed. Whoa. And um, I, I mean, really, I don't have to say much. It's pretty short. I'll let you guys take it in, and maybe you'll notice the same discrepancies that I did. Oh, discrepancies. All right. Opening it up. Featuring Stapleton, Snoop Dogg, and Cindy Blackman. And Santana. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How did you like Snoop's what? part? Did you like? <laughs> yeah, or Santana? Yeah, it sounded like they they were just playing the 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 uh, you know the the Genesis version, right? So, so they didn't need her. She they had the Lenny Kravitz you know, female drummer back there, right? And By the way, they, Cindy Blackman, that's her name. I yeah. just real I just learned very recently that she is married to Santana. Oh wow! Did That's why that? she had the Santana yeah. on the back. So wow! She and Carlos Santana are together, so it's a wow. Someone should look into that. Sounds like a Bill Wyman type deal. Uh, <laughs> maybe she's a bit younger than than Santana, but she but uh, yeah, it's funny. If if you look, if you if you see it on the video, they say it's uh, Chris Stapleton, Snoop Dogg, and and her, and then yeah. all Snoop does is just stand there with his arms out, stand there. Yeah. I cannot believe. So, so it's not that song every time. No, will be that for that will be their alt theme, I guess. 
just doing Phil Collins, just an old yeah. Phil Collins. It's not an yeah, because like song. Uh, That's you know the other one, the other one is um, you know waiting all day for a Monday night. It's uh, yeah, I can't. What is it? The Joan Jett song. I hate oh, yeah. myself for loving yeah. you. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Also, you haven't been waiting all your life. You've been waiting a week. Exactly. <laughs> that's the discrepancy. I'm yeah, in. yeah. It's the same too. <laughs> waiting all day for Monday night. <laughs> um, it, it's funny um, to just see like the there like a commercial casting session for like, well, we just need somebody from every style of music's name mm -hmm. on here. Right. So that we like yeah. check every box. Yep. We don't even need them to sing. They just yeah. need to appear. I'm, I'm, I'm not even like a big fan of his, but I almost feel disappointed in Chris Stapleton for that. Like it feels like a, like a level of selling out that makes me uncomfortable. Right. Hearing him use his voice for, to just cover that song. Well, he'll write Monday Night Football. He'll write ten songs about how he was conflicted about doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that cowboy on a white horse song that he's got now is probably his best one, though. I don't best? know if you hear oh, it a lot, tip. but it, it, it's a it's kind of out there a lot. He's undeniably talented. His, yeah. his voice is insane. Uh, all right, coming in at number three. Number three. Equalizer 3. Boom! What happens to you happens in many towns. The Mafia. They're like cancer. No cure. That should be your new theme song. The Mafia is just like cancer. Mafia! Just like cancer. <laughs> What no cure. law enforcement's not the answer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, the poor equalizer. He finally tries to take a vacation from equalizing. He goes to Italy, <laughs> and then they're like, "We need you to equalize the mafia here." And he's like, All right, "Right here." I thought I was done, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that this. I wonder if this one, because they say this is the last one, at least with Denzel. I wonder. Do we oh, think he dies? Oh, are they going to do other equalizers without him? I don't know. I mean, you, you feel like a franchise once it's on three. It's like you never know after that. Right. Yeah. I don't know that others could equalize. I think they could make it almost equal or, you know, give or take. <laughs> yeah. The about where the, the like kind of squiggly about lines instead of equal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What does that even mean? Oh, those things. Yeah, approximately. <laughs> approximately. Sort the of approximator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it should be the con it should be on the cover of the Constitution. <laughs> you were sort of equal, sort of kind of. <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. A haunting in Venice. Oh. Hercule Poirot, I found something. Is this, of is this where the equalizer was? Where was he? It seemed more like a godfathery Italy, like a, maybe a smaller town. Okay. Yeah, more, but more this is a French movie. detective in Venice. In Venice. Spot the car and I can't. Detective, you are here. He's got the Silver Lake mustache. To the dead. 
I'll tell you, that's a cool look to it, right? Yeah, it does look good. Listening. I love a whodunit in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wish they made more of them. I don't ever follow them. I'm always uh, lost very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I want more movies that are made like a, almost like a video game. Like I, I like a whodunit where all the clues are there, where you could have figured it out. Right. Those are the best attention. ones. If you rewatch right. it, it's like, oh, they were telling me. Instead of just like, oh, I would have never known this. Yeah. Like I do watch Only Murders in the Building. Which is kind of that, but I don't get the sense that they have that in there. That that like I could have truly put it together. Yeah, I, I think the whole know. thing with that show is just like every episode is just to set up one right. one option, and then at they're the just end, giving you off. new information as it comes. What do we think about Tina Fey trying the accent? It sounded believable enough in the trailer. Yeah, in this movie, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, I didn't notice that was her. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. You must have done a good job. That's the greatest compliment of all. <laughs> she, she stepped it up for sure. Uh, well, I look to see how they turn that, uh, how that one turns out. All right. Coming in at number one. Number one. The Nun 2. Revenge on Katy Perry. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this take place in Santa Barbara. Oh. <laughs> what is she doing? She's standing in her. This is when we need the Drake song to come on. You bitches, you see you go. You want to see ghosts? Oh, this is from the universe of the conjuring. Yes. Well, so this is the, quite sure what that means. Uh I yeah, same same world, but uh this is the time of year to see this stuff. Uh you know, Halloween's coming. This is the time of year where at least for me, if I'm going to watch a horror movie, it's going to be this time of year. Uh will you watch it alone? Would you ever watch horror movies alone at night or do you have to be with with people, do you have to? If I think I'm going to be really scared, I go daytime. Yeah. But if 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 it's just like a goof, then I'll go at night. I How think the you? nun the nun might have to be at night with somebody or daytime alone. It or, looks pretty know, scary. The yeah, they're not goofing around these things. <laughs> <laughs> that's the. I mean, that's the title of the movie. <laughs> goofing around these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well yeah I mean yeah. Um, I got a lot of horror to catch up on there's always something I didn't see yet but this have one have you seen the the X universe X and Pearl those two uh, with uh, Mia Goth no are those crazy good I didn't love X but Pearl was that one of my favorite movies of last oh, year oh I heard that was excellent yeah and I liked X but Were these on our charts? It. Did these get to the top five? I think X might have. Might have. I don't remember. Write into us. Who charted at gmail.com. 
Tweet at us. Let us know what we forgot from this year. Let us know what we forgot. (laughs) It's like, I think because horror is like the only low budget movies that still get made uh, and released, it's like the only place where there's like more like fun choices and experimentation. That's true. Like like in a way that comedy doesn't really do anymore that I've seen. They let them push the envelope. Yeah. I feel like there was years there, maybe even like decades where horror felt like almost a forgotten genre or yeah, it feels like it's really come back in the last like five, 10 Blumhouse, years. Uh, a lot of people yeah. have done it well. Um, yeah. That kind of like 2000s era, I felt like was a low point for horror. It could be wrong. Yeah. The me- when they did Halloween H two O, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Dracula movie where vitamin C, uh, yeah, is top. Oh, is Dracula two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe that's like, at that. Maybe it's like music too, where I thought that era was bad for for a lot of music, but then like it turns out, oh, that's just the mainstream shit, and then I'm still discovering all this stuff that came out from then that was like totally genius. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like good horror from early to. It felt like that's where technology was really weird. So a lot of mo- like people were trying mm-hmm. new things and practical stuff went away. So like a lot of what makes horror fun wasn't happening. But maybe I'm just talking yeah. out of my ass. I saw Eden Lake recently, which was like 2008. I guess I don't know if that counts, but that was really fucked that. up. That's just the movie that leaves you feeling <laughs> bad. Just <laughs> <laughs> like like it's just one of those. Um, just brutal that horrors that don't you know give you any mercy at all and not from like a jump scare standpoint of just like fearing humanity yeah yeah um like a decapitated uh, cattle album what's that uh what's that thrash band decapitated cows or something (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, uh, is it decapitated cattle decapitation? Yeah, cattle decapitation. <laughs> it's yeah. relentless, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Never gives yeah. you a break. Oh yeah, yeah. And two mold, two mold just Tomb came mold. out with a new, with a new uh, album that's amazing. Tomb mold, tomb I, I mold, lo- uh, tomb mold. mold. I love that title, that name. <laughs> just the mold on some on a tomb. <laughs> tomb mold. So dark. Um. Yeah, they're in Brujeria. Do you remember them? Brujeria. They're like a a Mexican death metal band from the '90s, and I just remember just like still in the days where it was just all mystique and rumors, and you d- could never actually Google and find out real information about a band. Man, it's and scary. I, and I just remember all the rumors were like, "Oh, these are real murderers. Like they actually oh, murder someone funny. on their albums." and but they're taking like a break so now. So dangerous. Entertain us. Yeah, they just do. That's the song after all but the someone rumors. someone is dying somewhere in the room. <laughs> yeah. It's real, dude. <laughs> um, right on. That's the movie chart. Whoa, that's the movie chart. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you guys this while we're still in September. Quintessential okay. September movie. Quintessential <laughs> September movie. <laughs> September is one of the hardest months to think of a quintessential. Yeah, September that's how that's how I do it. Because like October, you just say horror, but then September. But I do United have a good ninety three. Uh, well, 
Okay. Why that? Oh, yeah. That took place September 11th. I guess. That's, I don't know. That's indicative. Well, wow. the one that I came up with was, uh, what the hell is it? an unfair question. No, I wrote it down. <laughs> no, it's, um, oh, Greece. Oh, okay. They're, the summer's over. They're coming back to school. That to me is September or like back uh, to school. Back, back to, school. to school. Oh, yeah. I just said it at the same time. Back to school. <laughs> Danger. So there you back go. And then. Uh, Greece and United 93 are the the quintessential September movies. You I think we did a good. We did a good job right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of another. Um, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, uh, that was the movies, and we'll be right back with the hot picks. I just saw a clip of Dangerfield doing, I think it was Letterman, around that time back, back to School came out, and it was just so funny. And I was just mm-hmm. picturing, like, wow, if he was just around today, like, would he be on podcasts and just oh, oh, totally. one of these characters yeah. that I work with every once in a while? <laughs> yeah. It'd be interesting because he wouldn't, I mean, he wouldn't really talk about himself. So he would just no. go on pods and just kind of run through jokes, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting to watch it, too, with, like, today's eyes and just, like, be able to analyze it a little bit more. Like, oh, this is a comedian, like, you right. finding a way to do his jokes. Right, fitting them into the talk fitting show. Fitting them in, because it was so obvious he was fitting so many in. Yeah. But he was also so out of his mind, like, coked out or something. Mm. that, And then you could pick up where Letterman kept hinting at that. Uh, it's just stuff i wouldn't have i would have picked up on you know when i was younger but it's like he was clearly making jokes like oh i think you're feeling better than i am right now right you know (laughs) you could see rodney dangerfield just like squirming around and being like oh yeah 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 kid yeah (laughs) don't give away the game kid yeah (laughs) have you ever had um do you Uh, know h michael croner yeah where did i just see that h michael croner I saw that somewhere. He was on that Andy Daly show review. I don't know if you watched that. Oh, really? That. Yeah. I love that but show. I'm sure he's been in more that I just don't follow, but yeah. We had an H. Michael and a J. Michael in my college theater program. Oh, you did? Yeah. I just say it to be stupid. My name is Howard <laughs> Michael Kramer. But yeah, H. Michael Croner. There's already a Howard Kramer, K-R-E. Out yeah, that's, yeah. He was around UCB when I was starting. Yeah, he, he came to UCB one night, and I thought he was just an audience guy. And he goes, I got the same name as you. And I go, oh, that's crazy. Where are you from? He goes, St. Louis. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I just, <laughs> I actually had checks sent to my house. He was writing. He got a writing job on something. And the Writers Guild oh, sent wow. the checks to my house. Wow. And I was like, dude, I got your checks. Like, what? you know, let me send them to you. That was nice of you. Yeah. Union strong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. The hot picks. Boom. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. Okay. The hot Ooh. picks. Sure. The hot picks. They're hot. These are the hot picks. Let's find out if we did better than Spotify. Uh, It's likely that we did. All right, coming in at number five. Number five. This is my first pick. This is um, Queens of the Stone Age, What the Peephole Say. (laughs) 
Awesome. Hell yeah. So good. Signature yep. sound. Yeah. Just in case I'm being a, uh, uh, I'm part of like an extended prank bit. I want to just acknowledge that I think they were your hot one the last time I was on, Brett. Wow. Probably. So in my mind, maybe you've been picking them every <laughs> week the and same you're just waiting for week. a guest to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten every week. Ann Howard's forgotten. No, Dan's just finally released me from my mental prison. Where I go, <laughs> uh, yeah, he does it every week. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened is I, I believe I did a hot pick of their single when, you know, ahead of this right. album. And I actually just finally got around to listening to the album itself, and it's great. Right, it's it is. Got to be one of the most solid hard rock releases of the year. Totally. Um, I saw that Bill Burr d- sat down for an interview, had Josh Homme on his show. Yeah, and Bill Burr was talking about how big of a fan he was, and I thought that was cool. But it was a little. Um, it's a little tough sometimes to watch <laughs> like a guy I, I so look up to like Josh Homme and then another guy I look up to like Bill Burr on the comedy side where you just like, like I felt like Josh Homme was trying to be funny, funny too much. Yeah. Or it's like, I've seen that a lot with sometimes like Class, yeah, and class, stuff where you're like, Hey man, just like, just cool yeah. it down a little bit. I know you're probably the funny one in the band, but it just comes off weird with someone like Bill Burr, <laughs> you know, right. like, yeah, because he's not so, going to outgun him. Yeah. Yeah. One version of don't meet your heroes is like, don't meet your heroes because they might be an asshole. But the other yeah. is like, don't meet your heroes because you might see them try to be funny around <laughs> other comedians. And be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. ruined. It's ruined. <laughs> it's such a fine line because like, there's no reason you shouldn't try to. If you're a funny person, there's no reason you, you should not be funny. But it's like there is that that line with comedians, yeah. especially. It's like uh, Post Malone on on uh, Joe Rogan Experience. They do they do like a four hour session, and you're just like, there's no way. Like <laughs> you you want a little taste of Post Malone, you know? You don't want to see him like <laughs> yeah. extended riffs for four you know, hours. <laughs> there's no way is the perfect review of that episode. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's my reaction just seeing that that it exists. Yeah. No way. I'm listening to that. <laughs> Um, all right, coming in at number four. Number four. Howard's first pick. This is Faye Ann Lyons with Stage is Your Name. Maybe maybe cut in like 30 seconds. But um uh, you'll see what's going things? on. You'll see what's going on here. No, you'll you'll see once it starts. You said halfway in? Yeah, but like, uh, like 30 seconds. 30 in. seconds, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
this rules. Hell yeah. Dude, that is crazy. Okay, so when you arrive at an island for one of these vacations, they immediately try to put you in a good mood and get you wasted. Yeah. And this is one of those songs. And then so the song is called Stage Is Your Name. And then this breakdown comes in where she's just going, what's your name? Stage, stage. Like like (laughs) they're just trying to get you wasted so you go up and twerk or whatever. Yeah. Stage is your name. What's your name? Stage. The album is called Stranger Things Rhythm. Yeah. Rhythm. Stranger Rhythm. Things. Rhythm. They're just, but it's like blatantly the Stranger Things logo. Right, right. At I first, it. I was like, you just assume, like, oh, this is on the soundtrack. It's like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just they named their album Stranger Things Rhythm. <laughs> that was the most like exalted I felt. <laughs> oh, like li- listening to a Soka song, like they, I've That's heard a few fun. of them from your hot picks, and they rarely go on that kind of. Like bigger than life, full escalation, uh, like that. full escalation. Yeah, like it sounded like a sting song all of a sudden or something. I was Just ready to take say on that. the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was so sting. No, yeah. so sting. <laughs> I'll never not be mad at Sting for that solo career. <laughs> Just that little thing. <laughs> well, every <laughs> little, little thing, really. Venture he's been on. Yeah, there you go. Everything after the police. God, he slowed down so much. Yikes. Um, what was this? It's on a podcast recently where I was reminded of a song I 100% forgot. Speaking of forgetting, with both it was Sting with Rod Stewart and with Brian Adams in the mid 90s. Oh, uh, for love. Yeah, the like, movie theme song track. Yeah, from Three Musketeers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's just 100% forgot about that in my in my life, but like uh, what a weird trio that they formed at one point. Where it's like all three guys with the raspy high voice, <laughs> right, right, all together. They just somebody just went like, put them all together, see what happens. Yeah, the somebody three, was like, like the three tenors, the three raspy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> the three raspies. <laughs> it feels like if you needed to get every mom into a stadium for some reason, that's why you would put yeah. those three guys mm. together. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah, it's so weird because all three of them had a kick-ass early career, I feel like. Or I don't mm-hmm. know about Brian Adams as much, but... He was pretty good in the very first He's pretty start. good. Like, it's like the, a nice... Summer of 69. Like, yeah. if you got all three of them together early on, that could have been a good good plan. Give um, Sting more people to fight with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, coming in at number three. Number uh, three. Dan's pick. This is... Sufjan, how do you say his name? Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan. Sufjan is how I usually Sufjan. hear it. Oh, okay. Sufjan. All right. Uh, with Will Anybody Ever Love Me? Tie me to a tiny wooden rail. Burn my body, point me to the undertow. Push me off into the void at last.
Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, no, sir. Sorry, yeah. sir. You come in this world alone, you die alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Asking a little too much. Uh, I like it. It's emotive. Certainly, uh, it definitely touched me. I was I was reluctant to let it touch me, but I it did. <laughs> it it uh he's definitely in his uh, "Call Me by Your Name" era. Like all his songs sound like the songs from that soundtrack, but they're nice. Okay, okay. Have you ever seen him? Like looked like a picture of him? No. Uh, you would be normal? shocked what he looks like. He he dresses like uh. Pull up. You, you would you would think he I was in Blink One Eighty Two. Oh really? really? Yeah, he's he just looks like all a San like San Diego bro. No way. There's just so let's get some tacos, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chronic tacos. <laughs> <crawl up. laughs> Whoa, yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. He looks I, like uh, like every once in a while, like that one of him with a yellow like trucker hat. It's like, is this a Jack Johnson? What? Concert? Oh yeah, look at this guy. Oh know. wow, with the wings and stuff. He's one of those names that it's like I hear so much over the years or read and it's like on people's lists and stuff. But I'm like, why have I never even seen a picture of him? <laughs> That's <laughs> or why. Like, That's even why. know how to say his name exactly. He's a cosplay guy. Or I'm he just wears sort of, wacky stuff. I've always been confused. Like when was the period where he he was everywhere and so many people I was supposed to get. I think like 10 me. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He had a, it was like 10 years ago. He, But it was just like not, his songs didn't play in my life somehow. I you know, know, I never why. would hear him either unless I just yeah. checked out the new album. But that, uh, he's out that, of Chicago, right? Yeah, I, th I think so. Um, that Come On, Feel the Illinois record is a pretty good like intro okay. to him. It's a good, if you ever are curious. Okay. Right on. Uh, good pick. Good pick. All right, this is uh, <laughs> this is number two. Well, this, is this my pick. Oh, is your okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Wilt with the riff. Dan, I think you'll like this one. You're right. Almost getting into donkey territory. Yeah, heard that. Yeah. It's like, there you go. Right I like it. I didn't know the uh, the lady was going to come in there and sing. Me neither. Cool. Yeah. I like when they mix that up like baby metal. I like when the, the metal's got a female vocal to it. Mm. Totally. I feel a little honored that you that you knew my taste well enough to uh, to to know that I would like that. Are you into riffage? What is the uh, taste there? I don't know what I like uh, exactly, but there's like a vibe. <laughs> I was of that right though, where right? it's like 
even just like coming in with like a little guitar and then the whole band coming in after that, like that, mm. that'll always work yeah. for me. Um, and then it's, I, I don't know what style of music I would even call that, but it is what I like. Yeah. Riffcraft. I don't know. I have you, I like understanding people's music tastes or yeah. like, you know, you just think about it. Like it has a Dan Lippert sound to it. Hey. I think if you like, you like, uh, you know, you, you mentioned Blink-182, not Blink-182, you mentioned um, Third Eye Blind. <laughs> uh, you like pop punk yeah. kind of stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like, I feel like pop punk with taste, some of the depth there. Hey, that's nice. Some yeah. good songwriting. Um, all right. Coming in at number one, I'm very curious about this one. Well, this one, I, I mean, these girls, I don't know if they're listeners or not, but they had written a song uh, <laughs> dedicated to all the tech tech problems uh, on Who Charted. Oh, my God. Okay. It is also by The Beaches. So this yes, is by like, the beaches. did you pay them for this? I mean, it's they must called- listen because to have a summer and then the, the take, their take on these technical dips, like All right. it's pretty. Their incredible. take is blame Brett. That's what it's called, blame <laughs> Brett. That's the entirety of the take. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, I like this. I like the the, the title better than the song. <laughs> yeah, but of course, no, that is not about the. Who I'm really it. waiting for them to call me out. It's like they're speaking in code. They're speaking in code. Yeah, you gotta read between the lines, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you told them to oh, wait, get here that it is. Scarlet. Here it is. <laughs> there you go. There he told is. me to buy this Focus Right. He told me to buy this Scarlet. <laughs> he gave this laptop. Uh, no, that's a great one. Don't let any, uh, yeah, don't let the uh, the better half know about that song. You know, you don't want them yeah. to have that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, exactly. If I was dating a girl and there's a song Blame Howard, I might. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it I'd really bury. is. And it's I'd so bury. anthemic, too. Where it's like, that's going to be in their head right. forever. Yeah, it's got like, a, what's it called? Scotty Doesn't Know. It's got vibes of that vibe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there they are. They got a new uh, album. The album's pretty solid. Uh, I, wow. they're, they're pretty, they're pretty heavy in the rotation on a Sirius XM channel 34 or 35, whichever that one is. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Indie rock channel. I've heard that a couple of times. Right on. The blame Brett channel. Yeah. The blame Brett channel. The blame Brett. <laughs> At Sirius. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it was like three hours yeah. of just, uh, Howard, Still living in Howard their Stern head. going back and forth talking shit <laughs> yeah. on you. Yeah. My old bosses are still living in their head rent free. They just start a whole serious XM channel. <laughs> we have Besser. Besser's our guest next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, not just picks. 
Uh, good picks. I want to thank Dan for coming in. Thank you. Everybody check out Big Grande and check out Man Dog. But you know what I was going to tell people to do in October is to Google your name and uh, just to see what movies you might be in. <laughs> but don't don't, do don't, uh, don't support any of the services that those movies are on yet. Yeah, don't right. do anything crazy. Put a pin in it. Uh, Brett, what can we blame yeah. you for? Podcast wise, <laughs> sure. Um, go to cbbworld.com, go to improvforhumans.com. We just launched a new platform there that's a lot of fun. If you want to learn more about improv, get into breaking down old episodes. Besser has a whole attic full of VHS tapes that he's digitizing and putting up there of just like old 90s alt comedy things that no one's oh. seen before. Oh, that's awesome. Where's he putting um, them up? Improvforhumans.com. Awesome. That'll be that'll be coming up there. But uh, for listeners of this show, if you haven't signed up yet, go to whochartedpod.com. That's where you can keep this show going through your support and you get all 600-something, $225 million worth of podcasts. There you go. The uh, shit that we're going to sell to Litmus, you can get it before they bury it. So Seriously. Yeah. For what? 40 bucks? Yeah. 70 bucks? You can get the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, Jump and on two charted every week. Absolutely, I think it's quality and uh, all the premium streams and everything back there. So check that out. Also check out Drop Date Duel. Check out Kiss My Griffs. I mean Griftors with Megan Beth Keister. <laughs> How about this? You can also check me out opening for Natasha Legero in oh, yeah. Stars Neck of the Woods Cobb Comedy Club in San Francisco. This Friday. Nice. Cobbs. Hell yeah. Cobbs. Yeah, this Friday and Saturday. We've done Who Charted there and now back to do some stand-up. Check out Natasha. Check me out if you'd like. That's awesome. Excited about that. Glad to hear. Fun. And uh, check out all the other programs. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who Charted. Charted.